happy 2023. It's a new year. It's a, it's a new us. Uh, it's a long time. We've been on hiatus for the last five, six months, but it's good to see everyone. And Patrick, it's good to see you. Hello, Welcome, Matt. It's good. To, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And for all of our listeners who may have forgotten, uh, welcome back to Ubiquitous Methods, where Patrick and AK chat just technology and just talk about life in general and all the things we're working on on the side. But uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of changes in life, a lot of things have been going on in the world around us, and really happy to get back into it. But uh, Patrick, how's everything going for you? Well, I'm going to peek behind the curtain because I am annoyed. <laughs> I was doing great, but I was I'm annoyed because my uh, my podcast note is give me an error and I don't know why, so I can't do my my oh. shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna have to do this <laughs> manually, like an animal. Ah, <laughs> uh, darn it. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh, this we is, did have to. Have- this is like the best one though, because we're, we're we're gonna keep things light and not a lot of chapter markers and stuff. So. Yeah. So yeah. It, it'll end up being okay. I'm doing great, guys. Don't worry about the don't worry about the man behind the curtain. <laughs> um, we're, we're fine. It's everything's fine. Um, no, I'm doing I'm doing good. It's it's been it's been a hot minute since we talked. So it's uh, it's fun. I uh, this is not going to be done live. Uh, we, we're recording live, but we're not uh, putting it on YouTube because. We had lots of disruptions. Uh, AK's in a new location. I feel jealous. That yeah. Got, yeah. I know. It's pretty cool. so cool. It's I'm not going to cool. lie. It's pretty hip. I mean, I don't know if you can hear the music in the background, but I feel like dancing a little bit. It's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, the uh, reason why I'm in this new location is we have some family changes, obviously. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we have a new member of the family, and the little, the little kid is... Uh, needs to sleep right now so i cannot be at home <laughs> but i decided to record from a new location so that's why i'm here and uh that's why uh i was on a hiatus but i'm glad to be back happy to be back and yeah i i, I love your setup right now too i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i wish i had like uh the water cuff right now and all this because it's kind of hot out here in california but uh yeah yeah You're hopefully the weather is a little bit better uh ironically no not yet it's okay. been raining a lot yeah oh that's right yeah, yeah floods it's... and stuff that's right uh, i'm i'm <laughs> yeah, so disconnected <laughs> oh no no problem yeah floods no, fire and pestilence rising. yeah that's the, uh, the exactly all the same time and an occasional earthquake as well so <laughs> good old good old socal but uh yeah yeah it's uh it's uh one of the things that i've been uh enjoying out here is just trying to figure out how to kind of set up the house with all the changes in life and what to do with that. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you, there's a lot of stuff to read into. You think it's, oh, I can just read it in a day. No, tamper-proof outlets and making sure everything (laughs) is locked to the wall and, uh uh-oh, this is a hazard, you gotta put bumpers here. There's a lot of little changes like that. So it's uh, been pretty exciting, but. You don't realize how many sharp corners you have on your furniture until you have a little one rolling and crawling around and all this kind of stuff. You're like, oh, oh yeah, this sharp corner will definitely, you know, cave in a tiny skull. I can't do that. So <laughs> you just yeah, exactly. You don't think about those things until you have a, chi- a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the funniest thing is that uh, you, you, all the anxiety that of like every little thing that happens, you don't think about that until you have it in your arms, and you're like, "What the heck? Don't I can't drop you? Yeah, that's sharp. Oh, wash that out." Like, whereas you take it for granted. Like, if you're tired, you walk into the uh, into what's it called uh, the door jam. You're like, "I'm just tired. I whatever." But now you're like, "No, no, watch your head, watch your legs. Don't hit that." <laughs> so there's a lot of changes, but uh, yeah, one of the things I actually was looking into was. Uh, smart outlets because i need new tamper proof uh outlets so or tamper resistant outlets actually okay so that's actually something that i'm looking into and uh we'll see how that goes it's cost me a hefty chunk of money though you want to guess how much it's cost me to get new outlets for the home i'm not sure uh it's about nine hundred dollars for outlets (laughs) yeah why yeah (laughs) What are they gold plated? I don't understand. <laughs> I wish that would explain everything. Yeah, it's like it's everything. these are the best conducting outlets. Yeah, it's gold plated. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, no, 
I mean, if it was gold-plated, if it if it was a robot, if it did anything like anything else beyond that, I would have been happy. But no, uh, so some of the outlets are GFCI outlets. So obviously for the kitchen and bathrooms. And I ended up deciding, you know what, I want to get a little bit more insight into my outlets at home so I can turn them on, turn it off, mm-hmm. and then also have a little bit more uh, smart outlets. So I decided to get smart outlets from... Uh, from Amazon okay. um, that are Google Home compliant or compatible actually and those end up costing me 85 bucks Ooh. And, so yes. so do you have to rewire them or are they uh, or these are not like the little plug-in like the 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 plug-in ones that have the little you know that's a wall wart basically so these are like actually, actual replacements the replacements are actual replacements so they have the like the little wall wall warts or the wall wall uh, wall plugs and mm-hmm. then with the plate themselves. Wow! The so ground. it looks nice. It looks like a real outlet, basically. It looks like a real outlet. Uh, it actually has two USB uh, Ooh, uh, nice. plugs as well. And then the cool thing is that you can actually turn on and turn off the outlets via Google Home or okay. Amazon Alexa. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'm looking for the electrician to get it done soon. Mm-hmm. And then once it's done, I'll let you guys know how everything is working inside the house. And give you a review uh, because my hope is eventually to be able to capture the electricity usage in my house because I'm pretty sure I have electricity honks in the house. So I want to. I want to. Okay. That. But yeah, that's one of the latest projects I've been working on. So it's really excited about that. But all because of a little kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I took advantage of that. <laughs> so tell me this as a father of two children i i am not what what's the use of the smart outlet how, how from a safety perspective what's the uh what is the goal there because i don't i'm not as familiar from a safety perspective no great question so uh first of all the temper resistant uh okay uh play, play so that uh the kid will have to know how to put two fingers into both or two objects into both prongs Okay. Prong, uh, so that they can, uh, they they'll, they don't get sharp, uh, like electrocuted. electrocuted. Mm-hmm. But the other benefit of this is that you can actually turn off one of the outlets, so that that way it is not uh, serving electricity. Okay. So if you if you just shut off all the outlets that you're not are not using, it's pretty much the same as just putting ah, like a plug in. Ah. Okay. Okay. Like that. Yeah, and it looks aesthetically, it looks a lot better than yes. putting those like little caps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the so ca- caps are not cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure the missus would not appreciate the caps if I said let's do this for 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 safety reasons. Yeah, but uh, that's that's the motivation right there. So, uh, but I mean to be honest, I just wanted to see how it goes. So <laughs> a little bit of daddy just wants to do it. Hey, it, it's not often that our 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 want of tech overlaps with mom's want of 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 extra safety and so it's like hey we can we can all have what we want just let me spend a little money we'll do a little of this and that it's gonna be safer i get some new toys and then it's all gonna be great so that's a win-win sir <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah no really excited about that uh, do you have any projects on the horizon yourself or uh no <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> sorry sorry to be boring but no i um i it's been i'm trying to think like Certainly nothing tech related at this point. I am, I would say the closest thing to a project is I'm talking to you right now. Send me through the project, <laughs> which is uh, I've, I've gotten on the arc browser beta and I really like it. I really, really like it. I've never, I have not been this excited to do and use a browser since I first discovered Firefox in college. <laughs> so it's it's oh, really man. cool. Uh, yeah. So, and it's one of those things that's hard to describe. It is just a completely different way of using a browser, but I really like it. And, uh, but yeah, that's probably the closest thing to a well, tech project that I'm working on. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not familiar with the Arc browser. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Because, uh, I mean, I, it's, it's funny because I think of revolutionary browsers. I think of, Chrome for me personally mm-hmm. because it was just simple and clean. Uh, yep. This is after using Firefox and Internet Explorer for so many years. So mm-hmm. what is about what is it, is it about the Arc browser that's pretty unique and different? So Arc really it does a few things. So um, 
similarly, you can get rid of all the Chrome, like with Chrome. So you can you can make it where it is just a browser with nothing else there, where, uh, where you can kind of hover over different edges and open, and where you can see your address bar and stuff like that. Um, so it it you can have a really minimal uh, use if you want to. But what's really cool about it is um, it separates out by workspaces as well. So you can have, in theory, have a browser with if somebody like yourself who maybe uses the same computer for work and for home you can have your uh, a workspace for work and then have a, a workspace for home and you can have your home tabs be you know research for smart outlets and then your work wouldn't be you know uh, be you know your work-based apps that you use and that kind of stuff so it can kind of separate those workspaces out it has everything surrounding uh everything is surrounded by Oh, what's the word? Uh, keyboard commands. So you have keyboard commands out the butt. <laughs> they are everywhere. Oh, nice. For yeah, so you can control everything with with keyboard shortcuts, which is really nice. Um, and then for me, aesthetically speaking, I love you can customize your colors for the browser itself. So it can it's no 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 default blues and stuff like with edge and then the rainbow of chrome you could do rainbows or whatever you want but you can do gradients you can do i mean you can the whole thing is is totally customizable which i really like it is mac only right now um but they just released a companion on the iphone uh and and basically it's not a full browser on the iphone yet it it basically syncs those workspaces between your phone and your mac um nothing for the ipad yet but Windows is coming at the end of the year, um, and so so they're 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 making some progress. I've been really pleased with it. I've been on it for probably six months, and I've I've loved it. It's it's like I said, most excited I've been for a browser in fifteen years. It's really cool, and I'll, I remember Chrome yeah. when I switched. Chrome was really cool. I liked it for the same reasons why you did before. It just became a bloated mess that it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it but, is a memory hog. Wow. Yeah, but. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say it's mostly invite only, but uh, you like basically everybody gets five invites a week. So uh, if anybody wants to get on, uh, this is a great excuse to reach out. And uh, um, I guess I'm not on Twitter anymore. So reach out uh, on <laughs> on Mastodon. You know, <laughs> so that's changed too. <laughs> You know, the funny part was when you said that, I was like, that's a story. We need to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we know what's been going on with Twitter, but I mean, I, I do want to hear your side of the story because, I mean, talk, talk about how not to run a company. <laughs> we might come back and say he is the smartest man alive uh, 10 years down the road. I highly doubt that. But right now, the way I'm looking at everything, even LeBron James, for example, People who have a lot of money said they didn't want to pay five dollars. Even <laughs> corporations didn't want to pay five dollars for the yeah. blue check mark. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, reach out to Patrick at Game Guy two thousand and six. But oh nope, four hundred four, not yeah. found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I'm a. Well, that's your decision. Uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, all of everybody I follow because I'm, I'm a big Apple nerd you know I, I follow lots of tech I like lots of tech but I'm you know my Apple biases are very clear and upfront all the Apple people left whenever uh, whenever Elon took over and, and they most of them left Twitter most of them switched to Mastodon and so I switched over because that's where the people that I like to follow went to and yeah. because I didn't follow them much in the way of celebrities or anybody else really it was all tech people and and basically all all of them went to Mastodon. So I switched over and honestly I like Mastodon a lot more anyway. Um and for what I use it for cuz I like a chronological timeline. I don't want all this, you know, algorithm based nonsense. I want to be able to see what happens when it happens cuz that's the point of this. <laughs> um You're right, right. But my use wasn't that high of Twitter anyway, and basically the the upshot is my use has gone way down anyway. Um, but when I get on, I get on Mastodon. That's I I, I like it. There's a lot of cool apps um, that that let you get into it. So I recommend it if if you like a Twitter like experience, but don't like all the volatility and not being verified and all this kind of stuff. Check out Mastodon. You could do worse. <laughs> oh man, that was. Uh... I would say 2023 has been an interesting year so far, <laughs> uh, for multiple reasons. 
that being one of them, Twitter being one of them, and it's funny because obviously I haven't had the opportunity to be on social media as I used to, mm-hmm. and that is something I have to reevaluate when uh, the time comes. But that has been, I will say, it has been a show. Uh, when I say a show, I think you know what I mean by that. But yeah, uh, yeah, there yeah. are more so, S's to, that go with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, it's interesting. Uh, I think Mastodon is pretty interesting. I, I like yes. it. Uh, you remember, I remember you talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's 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 the one where you have your own little pod or community that you your home base, so to speak. Yeah. Is so right? so basically, the crux of Mastodon. It's much harder to explain than it is to because it's very Twitter like, but you can go into your own. They call it a federation or uh, or instance, basically. And you can pick, and the instance is the public feed. So you can follow anybody across any instance. So if you come in and join the, uh, you know, uh, let, uh, let's say a sports-based feed, you go in and, and you know, Cali Sports, and I'm in Mastodon.social. I can still follow you, and 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 you can follow me, and that's totally fine. But if you just go into the public feed and just see what people are talking about, uh, your your people are going to be talking about sports, and my people are going to just be talking about whatever because the mastodon.social is just the people who made mastodon so so it's designed to be a more broad community so it, it, that the, but that's the main thing it's it's the difference of your public feed but you know again you can yeah. follow anybody across anywhere it i've heard it explained better it's mostly it's the the best way to describe it is probably email in that if you have a gmail email i have an outlook email uh, our our emails still work just fine, but uh, it's you know uh, we're not going to not talk to the people. Oh, those people over there using Hotmail. Oh no, absolutely yeah. <laughs> not. And it's like, no, nah, it's fine. <laughs> so that that that's yeah. probably the closest analog. Yeah, that makes sense. Just a different instance. So just yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I guess at the end of the show, remind me, but I cannot share your Twitter handle anymore. I'll just share your Mastodon handle. We could we could share that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, beyond that, uh, like I feel like ChatGPT has been a big thing that people have been talking about. I don't know if we talked about it late last yep. year. We may have missed that. Yeah, it's blown up over the, over the last I'm... couple of years. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think we now. the the big one, the big one was we were talking about the the stable diffusion and all that stuff, and that is completely disappeared now it's like it's all chat gpt and bing chat and now google bard which is a terrible name google bard oh why do gosh. you that's a terrible name well, no one terrible and a terrible product it sounds like people said it was just rushed <laughs> out and horrible <laughs> but i mean let me ask you a question here because a lot of the conversation and discourse over the last couple of months has been or rather a couple of weeks has been these uh, large language models and the products that come from them are dangerous. Uh, there was the whole sign letter from last week where, like, Papa Elon, among other other people, from some from Papa like, Elon, <laughs> academia, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, from academia, and uh, a lot of leaders in industry, whatnot, uh, said, "Hey, we need to slow down. Uh, we need to kind of think about what we're doing here with AI." And it was an interesting letter. Uh, I, I, was, I will hold my thoughts about that, but I want to get your ideas and thoughts about what she thought about this whole ChatGPT thing and everything around that right now. Mm, I want to. I don't know. It, I guess I can see both sides, and that is an uninteresting answer. So I'm going to make a stand <laughs> and say <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to say that I'm going to. It is. It is. I think our sphere is overblown. It's one of those things that that yes, if you th- take it to the doomsday scenario, the the all the movies of of oh AI you know, gets the internet and realizes it needs to kill us all or whatever. It's like I mean, is that is that possible? Well, right now, no, no, it's not. But but could it be in the not so distant future at the pace of acceleration that we have? Yeah, I mean, maybe it could be it conceived that that could happen. But ultimately. I'm I would I would venture to say that when Photoshop became a thing that there were people that cried out and said, "Oh no, we cannot do this. There there's no real pictures. What you know, what if you know, it's photoshopped uh, that that the president does something whatever and it's like, it, and then it, it it gets 
leaked to the media and 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 then the president now now we all are you know we can't believe pictures anymore that didn't yeah. happen like you know, like that that doesn't happen same thing with deep fakes when that was a uh, uh, becoming mainstream like two years ago or whatever uh like oh no the, you know we're gonna have you know we're gonna have president trump we're gonna have president biden up there you know calling out russia and have it cause nuclear strikes right that that didn't happen <laughs> um so i i'm gonna say that i'm not gonna say that nothing can happen but at this point you know it's easy to stir up stories and make make doomsayers things but ultimately you know for something for something like this to happen i mean it would it would have to be I I don't even know what it would take for something like this to happen. So somebody from the program background might be able to say, "No, that this is thing is held on by a thread, and we need to we need to chop that thread off right now." Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, what are your thoughts? I'm curious. Uh, no, so it's kind of interesting because I I don't think the doomsday scenario is going to happen. Uh, I mean, anyone because if you look at uh, so large language models, it's just they're you know, like a component convolutional neural network uh, under the hood and uh, it's just one of those things where if you actually think about it it's just using a lot of information and language and, and text from that is consumed and mm-hmm. been trained with and producing that back to people so it's so not, it's not sentient in other words <laughs> exactly it's not sentient it's not going to be transformed or not transformer excuse me <laughs> wrong movie uh, it's not going to be Terminator uh, but it, it's going, it's one of those things where I think the concern for so there I think their concern was two was twofold. The first concern was innovation because ChatGPT came out and just blew everything else out of the water. It it, it it's it challenged the status quo. Google no longer was solidified in its place as king of search, and I think that was one of the issues that came about because a lot of people were like, this could just topple the natural order of things the way that things are right now. So I think that was concern number one for, I mean, if people are going to be honest about what business leaders were concerned about. I think concern number two was copyrighted material. Yeah. Uh, because what it was doing is it was consuming a lot of copyrighted material and it could spit it back to you. And people were like, well, how do we kind of enforce that to, so that we don't, uh, we don't have books out there for free for consumption just because they're able to, uh, someone train, uh, put it like, put it into uh, chat uh, GPT and then now it's available for the public to read. So I think that's the other part of this that was concern- uh, people are concerned about. But yeah, I, 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 it was just kind of weird to be honest. Uh, it, it, it's just one of those things that was a sensation. It, 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 it was just like, really? You're really gonna write a public letter? I mean, it's a little <laughs> bit more sensationalized than, yeah. than I, I thought it had to be. And uh, it, it, just, it just didn't make any sense to me, so. Um, you yeah, watch too we'll, many movies, we'll sir. You watch too many movies, not you, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like they watch too many Terminator and uh, Matrix movies. And things like, take the red pill. Take the, oh, like, yo, come on. This is but a tiny bit of a tangent, but I'm going to I'm gonna take this opportunity to recommend Person of Interest. Um, because this is, that, that the premise of that show is, somebody builds an AI to protect terrorist attacks and, and, and it goes, it it very much explores what happens when this AI more or less becomes self-aware. And, uh, and it's very, a very, what I would, it's realistic in the sense that, you know, there's not lasers and, and, and spacemen and all this kind of stuff. It is, it is a believable sci-fi and it's very good written by Jonathan Nolan for back in the day. Uh, is it available on Netflix, Amazon Prime? HBO Max. Oh, yes. By the way, okay, since we're on tangents, (laughs) several tangents. 25 minutes in, we got our first squirrel. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're pretty good. Like, for coming back, I think we've done a good job of avoiding a squirrel for us this long, so that's that's good for us. But The Last of Us, that's a session. I've not seen oh it, gosh. but I've heard. I, I, I know people talk. Uh, said Last of Us was an amazing adaptation of the of the game. I'm surprised. I thought you would watch it. It's a little. It's a little much for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to because I like Pedro Pascal. Uh, you know, Mr. Mandalorian himself. I like him. Um, 
but so I am interested, but I'm like, I've, I've read some of the reviews and like, yeah, yeah, no, this is very HBO. This is, this is not going to work for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I would say this, it, it's not game of Thrones, uh, explicit nature, but it, it, it is, it's, it's really heavy stuff that if you're yeah. not prepared for, um, it, it's like, oh, it, it can, it can bring you bad nightmares. So Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I commend you. I, I had to watch it just because I was really curious. Sure. It got a lot of good, uh, a lot of good uh, reviews, mm-hmm. and I would say it was a great show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, it's one of those things, like you said, it's, it's pretty heavy. Um, but yeah, uh, there's that, and then Mandalorian season, was it four or three? Came three. Out? I think yeah. It's three. Yeah. Have you been watching those episodes or? I have. It's seems very disjointed uh it seems very disjointed i i like it it's still good but i would say by far this is the weakest season it's the, the like there's no real purpose that i can tell and each episode just kind of a random fetch quest which i, I don't know i'm not i'm not necessarily a huge fan of so, so far um it's still fun it's still mandalorian but it, it's as great as the first two seasons were this one's kind of like what are we doing here? <laughs> so, uh, but I'm watching. I'm not going to give up on it. I don't know. What, um, what do you think? What's uh, have you been watching it? Yeah, I have. I still need to catch up on the last one. Uh, yeah, the, a bit. I mean, it, it, I agree. It's it's there's something about it that I cannot put my finger on. Uh, you're always wondering what's going on, and then uh, Bolkatan, what's her story arc, everyone's story arc, and what's going on with just a whole Mandalorian uh, group. And it's just it's it's just kind of fragmented. You're just you're just trying to figure out what's going on. I'm not gonna lie, and this might be an, an unpopular opinion, but I feel like Rogu probably should have been just stayed with Luke Skywalker. Right? Yeah, he's not he's not doing anything right now. Like he's he's not served any purpose, and hopefully he will. Yeah. But he's not served any purpose right now other than to be cute, and he is cute. I will I will give you that. But he's yeah. But uh yeah no yeah. So I have been rewatching a show that I, I love from back in the day, and, it, it, and its cheesiness is coming out. Uh, but I'm enjoying. Hey, did you ever see Suits back in the day? No, I never did, but I heard good things about that. It's a good drama. It's a good drama. Emotions are high, you know. But uh, for a show about talking, you know, talking lawyers, it's a pretty fun <laughs> show. It's a pretty fun show. It's on Prime, uh, I, and I'm on a rewatch right now. I'm up to season six, and I'm really loving that. I'm. I, 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 I'm probably spending most time watching that, and when I get a little bit of time, I've been watching through the Clone Wars on Disney. Uh, trying to, I want, uh, I want to get through those Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. But okay, yeah, yeah, I need a, I need to find a new show to watch because um, I heard Seuss is pretty good. It's just yeah. there's a lot of seasons, so yes, I think the thing is, is I'm, I'm scared of commitment when it comes to shows now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it'll hook you because it's one of those because it has continuing story arcs so it's kind of like you you may get to a point of I want to I want to stop but then you're like but I want to see what happens <laughs> and they're very yeah. good at dangling the carrot they're really good it's like ah you know do you really want to stop now it's like no no yes no I don't <laughs> and so uh, yeah <laughs> I want to sleep yeah. well, wait wasn't uh, Megan Merkel on that show or she that was show? yep that was her uh, mm-hmm. okay. And she's good too. So, okay, cool, cool. Future Duchess mm-hmm. on the show, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. I might, I might watch it a little bit for that, but we'll see. I know I, I want to watch the Bad Batch. By the way, that's why. I that's, that's why I make it my way through Clone Wars and Rebels because I want to see the Bad Batch. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, the two stories are connected. Are yes. Two shows. At least my understanding is apparently a or the Bad Batch at some point shows up during the Clone Wars. I don't know when or how or why. I don't think you have to have seen those, um, but but there is a connection somehow or another, and I don't know how, but I just know that it happens. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good to know. So I guess the Clone Wars would be a good one to watch then beforehand. Yeah, because uh, Disney Plus has been really good. I mean, <laughs> the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus has been very uninteresting. Yeah. Even though I, I, I am waiting for Secret Invasion. I'm excited that for that. Sh- yes, that looks awesome. I'm, I'm excited for the next season of Loki, too. I enjoyed Loki, but yeah, the, some of the shows have been fine. Uh, Moon Knight was still uh, great, if you have not seen Moon Knight. 
Um, I did. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I love Moon Knight. That was a great one. Um, Hawkeye was fun. Um, Loki was good. The others have been kind of yeah, it's fine. You know, it's just just fine. I no, I I did not like She Hulk. She Hulk was that was that was the dud for me. Yeah, that one. You know what? I think my favorite part of She-Hulk was the, the introduction of Matt Murdock. Yes, uh, Daredevil's great, but but yeah, it, for something that was tra- building itself as a comedy, I I just I don't think I laughed once in that. Like it just was not funny to me. No, other other than no. other than Matt Murdock's Walk of Shame, uh, 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 whatever episode that was, I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That was funny. That that was a good moment. But other mm-hmm. than that, it was just kind of. Eh, eh, eh. And, you know, I, and I think uh, there's a, there was a, a video uh, essay that came out recently about the fatigue of Marvel, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just yeah, it's true. I think they're just came, they came out with too much stuff, and it's just not good quality stuff recently. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. I, I want to push back on that a little bit because I have had some people like that. Ah, it's too many things. Like no, I don't think there's too many Marvel shows because having two or three shows in a year with six episodes it's not too much content but it is if this content's not very good and it seems like there's just not a lot of connecting threads uh, or, or it's too much yeah. force connecting threads and it's just the the quality has taken a dip really since since yeah avengers uh, yeah, yeah there's, all, there's been a couple on the same of page ones, about that yeah yeah we're on the same page about that i, I don't think there's too many shows i think it's just lack of quality like they need to Legitimately, that was the biggest reason. I, one of the biggest reasons I initially signed up for Disney Plus because, like, I'm excited to get some Marvel shows. Like, the, I'm excited to see what they do with shows as opposed to movies. And some of them have been really good, but a lot of them just been kind of like, eh, this is kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And and then they're just trying to make connections, and then you're just wondering when does it all make sense? Yeah. And I think that's the thing where okay, Secret of Evasion should start to bring things together. Yes. I'm really excited about that, and I can't wait for that. I did not watch uh, Ant Man yet, obviously for obvious reasons, but uh, I I, th- I heard it was the, it was the best. Yeah, which makes me sad because I like the Ant Man movies, but yeah, it did not get good reviews. No, no, but I, I I will watch it eventually. I think when it comes out on Disney Plus, just because I think it's going to be important for the upcoming Avenger Avenger movies. Uh, I did enjoy Black Panther yeah. though. That one didn't get the best reviews either, and I thought it. I thought they did great. Um, it, did you watch that one yet? Yeah, I did. It was tough to watch that one. Yeah. To be honest, because I, I mean, you start the, mo- the movie, and it, obviously it goes into Chadwick's absence. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, uh, darn it. And yeah. You know what? There's something. I, I think Namor was a good villain. Yes. Uh, he he did a great job. It, there was just something. And I cannot put my finger on it. There's just something about the the art, like like for example, the Midnight uh, Angels. Mm-hmm. That whole storyline was very disjointed. It didn't make any sense. I don't even remember what that was. What is that? That that was Okoye, and I forgot the other. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And Haiti so, is uh, the stuff in Haiti. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're right. Yes, it, it seemed to not not connected and completely forgettable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but in that what actually was a significant portion. Like if you look at Marvel his like Marvel history, that's actually a significant uh, character or a significant yeah. group right there. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just one of those things where I think they didn't do a good job of just connecting the elements well. I don't know if it was. It seemed more like an editing issue rather than yeah a script issue. But I mean that that was just my issue with that. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I do want to talk about gods and monsters, though, because I was really excited with what James Gunn announced uh, for DC. I think that is the right direction. You have the Brave and the Bold coming out. You have, I think, Swamp Thing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Supergirl coming out. Or is it Superwoman or Supergirl? Mm, I don't remember. I, yeah, and there's there's, an, there's another suicide, suicide Squad, I think, coming out as well. Or uh, maybe another Peacemaker, I forget. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Not Peacemaker quite yet, but Suicide Squad. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of good slate. Like, and then there are some obscure characters from DC. Yeah, a Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle and a few others like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it, I like it a lot. I thought mm-hmm. it was a great uh, a reveal. And I think uh, James is actually probably the perfect person to bring DC out of the gutter. Yep. 
he did such a good job with the original Guardians of the Galaxy, like like basically pulling in characters in one movie. He did an Avengers movie with no backstory, uh, and, and that's yeah. hard to do. So if anybody can master a universe, I feel like James Gunn will be a good fit for it. Although he's not necessarily my favorite person, like his movies, like his his sense of humor is okay sometimes. I don't, it could be a little off putting sometimes, but I, I feel like I, I feel like he's gonna do very well for for the organization that DC needs because they need they need a good they need a strong hand, and and I, I think yeah. he would be a good strong hand for that. Yeah, when you say off putting, are you talking about Suicide Squad? Well, I haven't seen Suicide Squad, but his, like his sense of humor is just a bit. It kind of reminds me a little bit of um, did who's did he he didn't do Baby Driver, did he? Um, uh, like it's just kind of a, a almost like um, oh I can't I can't I lose my train of thought, but the, like a the, dark comedy. Yeah, like his his style is it, he has a particular style, a particular comedy that is just a little bit. And like I said, for off-putting is the only thing way I can think of it. It's, it's not it's not uncomfortable. It's just, and it's not even weird because there's plenty of weird humor. Like it's not that weird. It's just his sense of humor is different, and and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not great. Uh, so so I, I guess it depends on because ultimately, to me, that's Marvel's downfall in a lot of ways. Is uh, Marvel got big on being quippy, and quippy is good, but man, quippy gets tired, and like and 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 then it, it, it not everybody has to be Spider-Man cuz that Spider-Man's thing is being quippy but it doesn't have to be Iron Man and Thor and Cap and everybody else on screen who's just looking at each other and winking at the camera it's like like we get tired of everybody winking at the camera again that's Spider-Man's thing that's Deadpool's thing we don't need Cap and Iron Man winking at the camera every chance that they get that's not <laughs> Doctor Strange yeah. these are very yeah. serious people we don't need them name calling each other and all this kind of stuff uh, and so I, it just blends everybody into nothing, um, and so yeah. that'd be the only thing I'd be a little worried about is having some having another funny guy, <laughs> kind of spearheading another universe. I hope that he, he will avoid and let the people have their personality as opposed to hey, we can make everything kind of funny and weird. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that because I mean a lot of stories. I think that's where DC is different from Marvel because Marvel is like relatable. Da da da. I mean, you have the X Men, something that's really. I mean, rooted, I guess, is a good way to put it. Whereas DC is just, these people are unattainable. You have a, a billionaire who doesn't ever sleep. You have a person from another world who's fast and strong. And you just have all these really awesome characters. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Because I, I think in the past, what Zack Snyder tried to do is he tried to make Superman relatable. Uh, try to make Dark and brooding. And, yeah, dark and brooding. It's just like... Okay. That's not Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, Superman. Excuse me. That's not Superman. He's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to be the light of hope. You know, he, he's supposed to be a very lighthearted person, and making him an angsty teenager is weird. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And just facial expressions and all this other stuff. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Plus, they got the Rock out of the DC universe, so I'm happy about that as well. Because I don't know if you heard about all the stuff he tried to pull. No. He wanted. Oh. <laughs> He wanted it to be him versus Superman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been cool. <laughs> no. I feel like it was all about The Rock. I mean, yeah, but That's The Rock is awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I can't stand him anymore. Really? Yeah, I like I like, yeah. I like Dwayne Johnson. I think, I think he is funny, but I didn't like Black Adam very much. I'd, I'd watch that. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite part of Black Adam was the soundtrack. Yeah, I think everything else was like forced. <laughs> my favorite part about uh, Wakanda Forever was also the soundtrack. There was some good music in that in that movie. My goodness, I yeah. love the music. Yeah. It is it is rare for me to to listen to watch a movie and be like, yeah, that's some good music. And I'm like, I was like, there whenever one of the times when they went underwater and they just had this really cool nautical theme, and I'm like, this this song kicks. But this is great. So yeah, I, I, that is very weird for me to 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 be like this movie song is awesome. I'm not that guy, and it was cool. <laughs> it was good. It was yeah. I, I I the soundtrack was pretty cool. I I, I agree with you there. Uh, and one of my favorite scenes was when Shuri came out down and presented herself as a Black Panther. 
uh, I think that was pretty cool. The music there was pretty cool too, because it was kind of like uh, it's kind of like electro in a sense, and it was just like it fit the scene really well in a sense that it was some kind of mystic aura around her, and you were really excited to see that. So, yeah, I agree with you there. I wish the movies were as good as the soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> if that was uh, the case, it would have been awesome. Yeah. Those two movies would have been great. I mean, I know you like Black Panther too. I I thought it was all right, mm. uh, but uh, yeah, it could have been better. It, it just like I said, it was a little disjointed for me. It lacked the and gut then, punch uh, of the first one. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, which I don't know. It's just tough to follow that up, but uh, at least it tried. Yep. But uh, yeah, I I think uh, no, 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 like. Like I said, excited for Gods and Monsters, excited for Secret Evasion coming up in the summer. I cannot wait for that to come out, and I'm hoping it's pretty awesome. I have a feeling that's going to be the last we see of Nick Fury. So let's enjoy it and have fun with that. Indeed. Yeah, he's looking pretty old and scruffy. I didn't actually watch the trailer. just I saw the the uh, the opening still, and I'm like, I'm like, ooh, Nick. Yeah. You've been living a life, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're you you need to retire, but is is he the only one from the original group that's still around? No, Thor's still around. Other than Oh yes, Thor's still around. Yeah, and uh, he wasn't though. And Hawkeye. Thor and Hawkeye <laughs> still around. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ironically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean it's funny because that Thor movie was like, oh it was alright. I like that was, one. I think you I liked I liked it was that one too. Right. Gore was okay. so good. He was such a good bad guy. He uh, I I think we talked about this. Uh, so uh, but but yeah. But uh, I loved him as a bad guy. I loved seeing Christian Bale using his his British accent. He was such a delicious bad guy. He was just having so much fun, yeah. just <laughs> scaring the crap out of these children. <laughs> he was having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, you're, just, <laughs> you're terrified. Yeah, he was. He was a good villain. Yeah. I, I will say this about Marvel. They have the best villains out of any, anybody yep. right now. Yep. Most characters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it'll be pretty interesting. Yep. But uh, wow, that was a pretty good tangent right there. I like uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? There's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, yes. That's my dev kit. My ideas that I have with that. I was just about so. to ask you about that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell so me everyone... about it. Definitely, definitely. If everyone remembers, I bought a, a dev kit from Microsoft late last year. Uh, it was came with an ARM pro, ARM ARM processor and uh, really good specs on it. And so far, so good. I like it a lot. I think the one thing, and I think I may have mentioned this the last time we had an episode, was that you forget that you're no longer working with uh, a regular old uh, like AMD sixty four processor. You're, you're working on ARM and it's a little bit different. So I think that's the only thing, but it's, it's really quiet. Uh, it doesn't make a sound. Energy is efficient. Uh, really good. I mean, it comes with Windows 11. Everything's been awesome on it. And actually, I started working on a home lab with it too. So I'm making a Kubernetes cluster so that I can uh, use it for just development work and to be able to kind of experiment with it. And it's, it's been great. It's been amazing. So I definitely would recommend it for anyone. Uh, it's 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 almost funny because it's similar price to a, a Mac Mini, I think. Uh, but uh, it's something if you're a Windows guy, a Windows person, and you're looking for a comparable machine, rather than getting like a B, uh, is it a B line or a B link? I think it's a B line. Uh, but if it, instead of getting like a that the, uh, the B line like Nuke, get this. I think it's worth it. Um, I would definitely recommend you if you wanted a new toy, Patrick. I would definitely recommend you. Get I hardly have time for the computers that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a hard time justifying it. But I love that it's been good for you. So have you run into any limitations on ARM? that you had to switch to you know an intel or amd based pc because you just couldn't get done what you needed to get done on this on this machine no not yet uh i i will say this though i do need to push it a little bit more so what i've been doing with it has been mostly development work Mm -hmm. uh just making 
programs for it and it also like created a a hyper v uh oh i i will say this virtualization is limited on that device yeah i was gonna ask about that because because you're doing you're virtualizing arm right or no you're virtualizing uh x86 yeah yeah so uh what ends up happening is uh uh i i actually can't use uh x86 on it so i am oh. using just like arm like images because one of the problems is that VirtualBox does not have a Windows ARM application. So I either have to build and compile or like make one myself, which just don't have the time to do so, or I have to use Hyper-V. So I would say that's very limiting, uh, and that's unexpected. that was unexpected for me, uh, which is obvious because, I mean, if you think about it, there's no x, uh, x86. Uh, there's no reason to have anything other than x86 Windows virtual box so that's one of the interesting parts for me but uh beyond that i, I think uh, everything's been working looking good so far mm-hmm. I, I i can take a look at some other hypervisors in the future i haven't done so yet but uh i'll probably do so eventually i just want to kind of stick with the base uh, installation for right now and not screw it up <laughs> i understand possible until yeah yeah so that's where i'm looking i might get some mac minis for like 100 bucks and then convert those to a home lab and then just use that but i gotta i gotta make sure i get some fans and things like that in the garage yeah so i can i don't overheat <laughs> so tell me this um on, on the dev kit whenever it does visualize 86 um it because mm-hmm. you know part of what makes mac so cool is it, the mac so cool is that once it with rosetta it just you know does a conversion then runs so with windows it does the conversion in real time so do you do you feel that because the specs are pretty good so do do you feel it when it's running an app that's not compiled on arm or is it is it you don't really notice i don't really notice at all to be honest that's uh, awesome everything looks good so far yeah so it's very smooth uh very good i, I would even say this like my my windows laptop that i use for recording and my everyday tasks uh it can get a little jerky from here and here and there i don't see that at all uh with this very so nice. it's yeah pretty awesome pretty awesome and i mean i've done a lot of things with it i actually uh one of the things i did recently was i i created a zero trust uh uh tunnel to my virtual machine on there and mm-hmm. now that's like my little personal environment if i ever are, are you familiar with zero trust by the way is that effectively a home vpn uh pretty much yeah okay. yeah uh so uh yeah you, i've heard of people doing those with a raspberry pi or whatever so so how how do you what do you we're, we're very much on the edge of my knowledge so how, do, how does that oh, no even work yeah yeah so uh you actually can do so for free via cloudflare uh okay. what you end up doing is you just end up installing uh, like a server um on like a particular like a a, cl- a a client on a particular machine so for my uh virtual machine actually i installed the, the cloudflare application and i forget the name of it i think it's something like tunnel or something to that effect mm-hmm. uh tunnel d and uh, you set up the network in Cloudflare where you can say, hey, I want to be able to access this from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it uses that daemon that's running on that instance. And uh, you can install a client from your local, uh, like your laptop or your phone or anything like that. And you can use that, uh, you can use Cloudflare service to pretty much access that uh, virtual machine from anywhere. So for example, nice. I can create a secure cell, uh, shell session to my virtual machine without having to like expose it via like public internet. And that's kind of the concept of zero trust. So it's pretty awesome in a sense that, uh, say if you if you had like a home application or like you know how people have home labs and create mm-hmm. uh, play home tools. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to access that from anywhere, you could use Cloudflare's tunnel and then just uh, allow yourself to access that from anywhere, like from your cell phone or anything like nice. that. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm start looking into that because I, I might want to start. Uh, uh, like for example, instead of using uh, my Google Nest camera, I might look into uh, something from Unify or uh, to that effect, like a, a closed circuit uh, camera system and then just tunnel into it to see what I want to see. That way I don't have to worry ah. about my stuff being in the cloud. That's smart. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's been some of the other projects I've been working on. But anyway, uh, like talking about the the dev kit that it's it's awesome for things like that because i know it has power capability to do that so it's it's one of those things where you turn it on and you don't worry about it and you use it and it's like i don't have any issues it's almost too quiet uh which is good it's awesome 
Yeah, the quietness of this machine, those arm machines are so much fun. Because same thing with the Mac. Like, it has a fan. I never hear it. I If I put my hand behind the exhaust vent, I can feel a little bit of cool air moving out. It's not even warm air. It's just cool air moving yeah. out of the back. And I'm assuming the, the Windows machine is similar. It's, just, it's like, oh, this is crazy town. Because, you know, my gaming computer, whenever you crank it up, it forevermore roars like a jet engine, you know? So, yeah. So it's crazy yeah. what 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 can what can be done on these tiny chips. Yeah, I mean, it, it, not only the the energy, but then the heat that comes from it as well. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, and you don't really feel that with one of these. So yeah, I mean, I love. I think Arm is the future. So I, 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 the only thing is, they just need to make sure that we can get more apps on Arm native Arm natively. But I think once things start to catch on, I, I think it'll it'll be a little bit easier, especially for developers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope it goes mainstream on the Windows side of things because that'll make that'll. I don't know. I don't know what it'll take to, for that to happen. I guess it needs to be adopted by more businesses. But man, once it does, it's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I know it's funny too because I feel like uh, Intel and AMD that's been their bread and butter because of enterprise laptops, for example. Yep. And enterprise machines. So I'm hoping that they focus more on cloud and just realize that cloud's more than money and then let arm just kind of take over the laptop game but that's that's just wish, wishful thinking yeah it'd be uh, great everyone, yeah yeah but yeah uh, uh like it's been great catching up with you i think it's been awesome and I, i've I enjoyed of, it i'm curious if i were to reach out to you on mastodon what does that look like now because I, i'm used to saying game guy 2006 you can find <laughs> patrick on twitter but what do i say now so you can find me at Patrick Gentry at Mastodon.social. But if you just search Patrick Gentry on Mastodon, you should find me. I'm going to test that. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to yeah, test that right now. <laughs> let's see how that works out right now. Live demo. <laughs> but since I am Patrick Gentry, I'm not sure that I, I can find me. Let's see. So that makes me wonder is your name unique enough for me to not just really you don't have to answer that question <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> not I really like, i don't think so yeah no but yeah if you search uh search patrick gentry it pops up uh it pops up two of me because i have moves or uh, move instances um but uh i'm the one at mastodon dot social that's the one that you should follow there we go you can find him on uh, mastodon dot social uh and that is a new home for patrick for myself, I am still on Twitter, hanging by a thread, at A-E-E-K-A-Y. Um, we'll see how much longer I last on there. I refuse to pay the $5 a month for the blue check mark. Uh, if you don't think it's me, then that's okay. But beyond that, uh, it's been great. Happy New Year. And we are officially back. Back for the first time. <laughs> I just hit my microphone. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like an outro. I was, I was about to go, yay! And then I whack the microphone. So now it's just staying. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I mean, but uh, yeah, no, like we had a little bit of te- a little bit of technical difficulties, but we got through that. But uh, it's good to be back, and we'll talk to everyone soon enough. Once again, you can find us at Ubic Methods on Twitter. But once uh, we don't know how long we're gonna last there, and we have our website. Find us on the website, ubiquitousmethods.com. Please. I shook my head yes, but I realized <laughs> no one could see. So yes, please. <laughs> Go check out the website. AK worked hard on it. It looks nice. Yep, yep. But with that, uh thanks everyone everyone. Anything else you want to say, Patrick? Uh thank you for listening. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.